Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, Jeremiah Isley here with Board Games Daily. Welcome to another day and another show. Today it's Thursday, so it's our Newsday Thursday episode, and I've got some cool news for you today. Coming up, I've got segments about Calliope games and Deep Water games and Alderac games and uh, Starling games. So got a lot of cool news for you as well as I'm going to do a very quick first impression review of Grackles from Fireside Games. So stay tuned for all of that. Before we get any further, I do want to remind you, if you want to check us out on social media, you can find us at Theology of Games on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have tons of cool stuff going on on TheologyofGames.com, including We've started a Patreon page, so if you like what's going on with Board Games Daily and with everything else that Theology of Games does, be sure to head on over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon, and you can find out more information about how you can become a part of that and also score some pretty cool rewards and promo items in the process. All right, that's all I've got for the intro. I say we get on with the show. Let's do it. Okay, everybody, our first news item for today is a little company called Alderhack Entertainment. They have announced that coming in July, so very soon, oh, actually, today, or yesterday, <laughs> yeah, yesterday, uh, the 11th of July, Mystic Veil Twilight Garden. It's the fifth expansion to Mystic Veil, the classic card crafting game that has really kind of taken on the world by storm. This is an expansion that adds more to uh, the base game. So there's like 96 more advancements. There's 30 some veil cards, some leader cards, some curse cards. It's a pretty hefty expansion at MSRP is at $39.99. And uh, there's a lot, lot going on here. So I'm sure you'll be able to check it out and pick it up at Gen Con if you're heading that way. But that is the big news coming out of the Alderac camp. It is the fifth expansion for Mystic Veil Twilight Garden. Next up, we've got news from Starling Games. Now, Starling has a couple cool titles under their belt, and there's more coming. Things like Farlight, and what we're going to talk about right now is Black Orchestra. Coming to Kickstarter very soon are two new conspirator packs for uh, this critically acclaimed Black Orchestra, which takes place in World War II. It looks really, really cool. Actually, I've got a copy of this sitting in my review pile. It's going to be hitting the table very, very soon. Uh, it's also, if I can put in this little plug, it's also a, a, a game you can get a promo item for by becoming a patron for, on our Patreon page. So we've got a cool little giveaway for that. But let me talk a little bit more about, <laughs> about this uh, Kickstarter. It's for these two new conspirator packs. Uh, the campaign is, <clears throat> excuse me, it's already funded. So it's going to have uh, eight new updated uh, conspirators. 
and uh, there's some cool stuff going on with that. You can get it. You can get just those two packs for nine dollars. So like nine bucks, you get some cool add-ons for a great game. If you don't have the game already, there's a bundle you can do for fifty-five bucks, which will get you the base game along with these two packs. And uh, it's that sounds like a pretty good deal to me to get in on this thing. Everybody's raving about this game, and uh, I'm really looking forward to playing it myself. So that is what's going on with Starling Games. They're hitting Kickstarter with more Black Orchestra for you and your gaming enjoyment. All right, we'll be back with just more news pieces and more uh, a little first impression take in just a few minutes. Stay tuned here on Board Games FM. No, it's not Board Games FM. It's Board Games Daily. <laughs> we changed it. All right, Board Games Daily. Here we go. What else is new? I'll tell you what's news today. It turns out uh, this one's, I don't know what to make of this. I'll let you decide. But Calliope Games, first of all, we had a chance to look at the Mansky Caper at Origins. And it looks so, so cool. And I know they were very disappointed that they didn't have copies to sell while they were there. But they did have copies to show, and we got to take a look at it. This game looks really, really fun. Now, we got an email newsletter from Calliope. If you're on that mailing list, you know what I'm talking about. And they never came out and said, hey, we are selling the Mansky Caper at Gen Con. But as you scroll through it, there is a picture of a very gangster-looking dude with a caption underneath that reads, Big Al strongly suggests that you attend Gen Con 2018. Big Al, of course, is referring to Big Al Mansky, who is the, the character in the Mansky caper that you are trying to rob blind. And uh, so I, I guess take that for what it is. I take that as a little hint that hey guys, it's going to be there. We're going to have this game. It's going to finally release, which is so, so exciting because it looks so great. Uh, it's a game about basically breaking into a gangster's house and busting into his vaults and stealing all of his gold and jewels and money and then trying not to be blown up in the process. So that's uh, that's a little Easter egg, a little subtle hint, maybe not so subtle hint. Take that for what it is. Uh, hopefully that means Mansky Caper will be in our hands very, very soon. And uh, very, very much looking forward to that and enjoying that. So I'll be back with more. I've got one more news piece for you here today, here on Board Games Daily. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Okay, so last but certainly not least on my news items is a little bit of news from Deepwater Games. First of all, uh, they have plans to have their game Welcome to at Gen Con. If you were at Origins, you know it was extremely hard to get a hold of a copy of this. They only had a few people were literally, I saw it for, with my own eyes, running through the halls, down the exhibit hall to try to get 
to the uh, the Deepwater Games booth first in order to get a copy of Welcome to. It's this really cool, what they call a flip and fill game uh, where you are, it's basically themed that you are selling real estate in mid-century suburban America. And uh, it's it plays one to a hundred players basically they say it's a hundred because you only get a hundred sheets that you get to fill in, but you can actually get an app on your phone that you can use for those sheets. And, uh, you use the cards to play otherwise, uh, for, you know, flipping and filling and what comes up you have to use, but that's, so that's big enough news is that there's going to be more of that available at Gen Con. But what I really want to talk about is Hanamikoji, which I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Hanamikoji, Hanami Koji, it's all one word, all matched together. So this game, it's a two-player game. I actually have a copy of it sitting, like, it's on the top of my review pile because it looks so, so cool. I don't even know how I, I would categorize this game. It's all about influencing these geisha dancers or geisha girls or I don't dancer is that the right word i don't know anyway uh so there's this row of seven cards in between two players it's only for two players and it's all about influencing them and trying to basically be the first one to influence four of the seven of them and gain their favor by playing cards on your side of that of the table but the, there's only one there's only four ways that you can do that there's certain action tokens that you can take to do that and it's all a lot of the actions require you to play a card on your opponent's side and also on your side and so there's a lot of like back and forth again i don't really know how to categorize this game because it's so unique and it just looks so good i'm really looking forward to playing it hopefully um, over the next day or two here, it'll be on my table. But uh, that's really, really big news that I think it's going to be one of those games that's going to creep up on people and it's going to blow you away when you see it. So that's it. That's what I've got for news. I'm going to get into this first impression of Grackles right about now. So stay tuned for that. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more Board Game Buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Okay, I just want to do a quick first impression take because I literally just finished this game maybe about an hour ago. It was my first go-round. I played it with uh, my boys. If so, it was a three-player game. It plays two to four, and this game is called Grackles. It's from Fireside Games. And if you live in the southern U.S., I guess you would know what a grackle is. We don't have them necessarily up here in Ohio, but there are they are these birds that kind of famously gather on telephone lines at sundown, and uh, they call them grackles. So... This game is loosely themed on that. It's very, very much an abstract game. Uh, and basically how you play it is there's two starting tiles. Each tile has four dots on it. There's four colors in the game for each of the players. And then there's a dot for each player on every tile. And sometimes they're arranged like differently, you know, what's adjacent to what and whatnot. And on your turn, you have a choice of four different actions. So you, you only get to do one, but you can uh, draw a tile and play it 
so you could put it down. Uh, you just have to play it orthogonally, nothing diagonal, anything like that. And then you can connect two dots of the same color, which are your color, with your tokens. So you can get your birds onto these lines. You can spend one of your five rotate tokens to rotate uh, a tile that is empty. So you can do that. So uh, let me see. I've said play. Oh, and you, the fourth one is just extending a line. So if you've already got a straight line happening and there's a dot further down, then you can connect to that dot as well. You can't do that uh, by turning a corner by making a 90 degree angle. That doesn't count as extending. You have to keep it in a straight line. You also can't cross lines, whether it's your own pre-existing line or another player's line. You can't intersect or bisect those lines. That's that's it. That's how the game plays. There's 25 tiles, so you make a 5x5 five five grid as you go, so you can't like have it be oblong or wonky-shaped or anything like that. You have to kind of be constricted by that. And uh, you just play through until all the tiles have been placed. And then once there are no more legal plays, you find you count to see who has played the most uh, the most of their their tokens onto the board. And that player is the winner. It's a very simple game. And, you know, my first take on it was, um, you know, the theme could really be anything. And it doesn't, that doesn't bother me because abstract games are like that, right? Like thematically, there's something loose happening that drives the art or the graphic design or, or whatever. But um, this one's really fun and very, very light. Uh, I played, I taught my boys how to play it very, very quickly. I'm going to play with my wife soon because I think it's something I could literally like teach her that game in like three or four sentences which is how she likes <laughs> to learn games. And, uh, but there's still a lot of puzzly things that are happening. Um, there's some really good tense moments of like, oh man, I really hope that I can put this line together, but you kind of got to wait for your turn and that tile might get turned or somebody might grab that line, which would then mess you up. Uh, that happened a lot in the game that we just played where I would take something and my son who was right next to me was like, dang it, I just, you know, I couldn't do that. And I, uh, so you can kind of plan ahead a little bit, but you can't always. So you, you really have to kind of be ready to be nimble and change your plans and really see things a few turns ahead without uh, being totally locked into that. So it's a fun little game. I'm going to give it a couple more goes and then we'll be writing a review of it very soon. And uh, this is a game that Fireside is just now releasing. I believe it'll be at Gen Con. They just kind of got their review copies in and, and sent them out. So we just got a hold of it. And uh, it's pretty fun. So that's Grackles. Keep an eye out for it. If you like abstract games, this one's a great one. It's very lightweight. And um, I, I could definitely see playing this, especially with like casual players, folks who uh, like to play games but don't like steep learning curves or a lot of rules this one is super super clean and it's always it's always going to be challenging i think because there's the board isn't the same every time um so there's no like set strategy like oh you have to do this move first there's just none of that and uh so i think it'll be i think it'll be a cool little game to keep on my game shelf and pull out for those times when i need a cool lightweight filler kind of length abstract game so 
Check it out, Grackles from Fireside Games. Okay, that's going to do it for today's Board Games Daily Show. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed all the little news tidbits. Go check out Grackles, too. It's a really fun little game. I think you're going to like it. In the meantime, before we come back again, tomorrow's going to be Friday, so it's going to be What Will You Play Friday? Get ahead of that curve. Use that voice message feature on the Anchor app. Let us know what you're going to be playing this weekend. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to add it to the show. Yeah, you can be a part of the show. It's so, so cool. Uh, So do that. Also, um, if you wouldn't mind, wherever you're listening to the show, if you're not on the Anchor app, go ahead and whatever format you're listening on, we would love it if you would give us a rating, give us a review, subscribe, even share it. Sharing is caring because that means you like us enough to tell your friends about us. And if you don't like us, just tell your enemies about us. Just tell somebody about Board Games Daily. We would really, really appreciate it. Also, uh, let me see. What else do I need to say here? Oh, yeah. Check out our Patreon page. Patreon is a very, very cool way for content creators like ourselves to co- to partner up with our audience and offer cool rewards, exclusive content, as well as uh, just a cool way for us to be supported by the folks who enjoy what we do. So we would be very, very grateful if you check it out. Go to uh, theologyofgames.com slash Patreon and check it out there. You'll be able to find the link that'll take you to that page. And I think that's all I've got. So thank you so, so much. Reach out to us on social media. If you ever have any questions, we'd love to talk with you about anything gaming, faith, and otherwise related. You can always find us on Twitter at Theology of Games, Facebook and Instagram as well. And I'm going to get out of here for now. So that's it for today's Board Games Daily. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremiah Isley. And as always, we are powered by Theology of Games. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.